It's a real privilege to be here um, on Good Friday and uh, I want to talk about a topic that might seem a bit odd in the midst of everything that's going on and the midst of celebrating Good Friday, but I want to talk about the blessing of God. And I actually think there's something powerful that God wants to do in our lives. People can think like, oh, this is kind of candy floss Christianity, this superficial prosperity gospel or whatever. I want to say, no, no, this is actually really foundational understanding of who God is and how he operates in our life. And Easter is actually about the message of how you step back into the blessing of God. Um, a guy, John Tyson, says this, you know, we're created for blessing. And actually we spend our lives striving for this. We ache, something in us aches to stand under the blessing of God. And today, Good Friday, is about how God made a way for you back into his blessing. And so this is a powerful and significant day in the midst of everything else that's, that's going on around the world. I want you to know that God is blessing your life and God has made a way for you into his blessing. Uh, what, what is blessing? Someone said it's prophetically stating, may God's full expectation for you be fulfilled in your life. A guy, Dallas Willard, says this, blessing is the projection of good into the life of another. And so it's kind of like... Um, I don't know, and people think, oh, well, if you're getting deep and profound, oh, God's holy or God's majestic or whatever. Do you know what? The God that you encounter in the first few chapters of the Bible is a God of blessing. Yeah. Genesis chapter 1, verse 22, God created the fish of the sea, the birds of the air. This is what he said, and God blessed them, saying this, be fruitful, multiply, fill the waters in the seas, let the birds multiply on the earth. A few verses later, verse 27, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God he created him, male and female he created them. And then again, and God blessed them. Genesis 1, you encounter a God who creates life, a God of goodness, a God who communicates, and a God of blessing. I want you to understand that this is foundational to God. Don't let anything rob you of the idea that God wants to bless your life, that yeah. this is what we're born for, to live under the blessing of God. Again, this guy John Tyson says, you know, if you think back to that, the story of creation, the very first human experience of life was blessing. Imagine that to wake up and open your eyes and see the smile of God on your life, that God is for you, that the world is for you, that things are going to flourish, that God's favour is going to back your case. Uh, to, to live life is to live out of our purpose and everything is designed to be done out of that place. I'm living under the blessing of God. And so you realize, you know, the whole devil's lie was, no, no, God's holding out of you. You're missing out on blessing. No, no, when you step out of the blessing of God, you step out of blessing into cursing. Cursing is just when things don't work, when there's disorder, when there's disfavor, when there's dysfunction, when there's destruction. The whole thing, Genesis 3, often uh, in translations, plays on words don't work, but there's this play on word that, you know, for, for the man, he would... He, he would experience painful labor for the woman she would experience painful labor we were supposed to live under the blessing of God but instead our experiences of painful labor and struggle and brokenness but something in us aches to stand under the blessing of God and so so this is what I discovered every time that God steps into our world he brings back blessing He's advancing the cause of, of cause of blessing. So Noah, 
Uh, after the flood, God comes to Noah, Genesis 9. It says, And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. That's repeating Genesis 1. God is trying to inject his blessing back into a broken world. God is trying to reestablish because he knows that we're, what we were born to live under. You know, Abraham, Genesis chapter 12, the Lord said to Abraham, you know, go from your country, your kindred, your father's house to the land that I will show you and I will make you a great nation in this and I will bless you and I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing and I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you I will curse and this and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed it's like Abraham I want to inject blessing back into this world I want to stop people living in brokenness and destruction I want to bring them back to the kind of life the kind of environment that I created you to live under when you would wake up and feel the smile of God on your life when you would wake up and feel the favor of God backing you when you wake up and know that God is for you and Abraham I'm I'm gonna use you to do that not just in your life but you're gonna inject blessing back into the world you know and then you go for if you kind of trace things forward you get to Moses and the Exodus uh, when he when he led the people of Israel out of Egypt and and God makes this kind of it's called a covenant kind of this contract deal with them and at the end of it he said hey if you follow this there are these incredible blessings that you're going to step into Deuteronomy 28, you know, if you fully obey me, uh, God will set you high above. Verse 2, all of these blessings will come on you. Like this is a God set up for you to step back into blessing. Verse 3, you're going to be blessed in the city. You're going to be blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed. The crops of your land and your, the, the young of your livestock, you're going to be blessed. Your basket will be blessed. You'll be blessed when you come in. You'll be blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant your enemies will be defeated. The Lord will, the Lord will send a blessing. It's like everything that I create you for you're going to step back into it but on the other side if you don't walk into this thing there's a whole set of curses you're going to be cursed in the city cursed in the country and it's like but it's not like that's an either or it's like no no the blessings is what I have for you the curses is what if you're going to miss out on this this is what's going to happen I don't want you to go here I want you to go into this because this is what I created you for You know, and and there's this incredible picture in Numbers chapter 6 that that the priests were given this job. Uh, Numbers 6 verse 22, the Lord spoke to Moses saying this, speak to Aaron and his sons and saying, thus you shall bless the people of Israel. I mean, how cool is that? They had a job to put the blessing back onto people. And they were to say to them these words, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And then he makes an interesting statement. So shall they put my name. That's his character. God's character is to bless. God's character is to to extend grace. God's character is to shine upon people. God's character is to give peace. Imagine like you're like, oh, where are you off to? I'm just heading off to the temple to get the blessing. I'm heading off the temple. I'm just going to stand. I'm just going to stand there. I'm just going to soak in this thing. Like, yeah, that was good. Now I go back. And now I go back into my life. But I got the blessing back. Yeah. And and I feel, yeah, this is the God that I worship. He's a. This is how I'm supposed to live in this kind of zone. Blessing, protection, smile, grace. Just God's looking towards me. God giving me peace. It's like this is what I was born for. This is what I've been aching for. Yeah. To live under the blessing of God. 
Uh, and, you know, and the Old Testament plays out in all kinds of ways that they can't, they can't just sustain that place. But how incredible is it when Jesus comes? You know, the Sermon on the Mount, when he first gets up his main public teaching, he basically introduces blessing again. They're called the Beatitudes, means blessed. Blessed are the poor in spirit, because you're going to get the kingdom of God. Blessed are the meek, you're going to inherit the earth. Blessed are those. He's like, he's putting blessing back into our world. He's telling people how to position themselves under the blessing again. Because he's come to show us how to live like God wanted us to live. And it's like, man, this is what you're born for. And Jesus said, I'm going to make a way for you to live back under the blessing. And, uh, you know, and, and today, Good Friday, we celebrate, it wasn't just his teaching, these incredible events of Easter, of, of his death and resurrection, was all about unlocking a way for you and I back into his blessing. Great. You know, and, and Paul, and there's a passage in Ephesians uh, chapter 1 where he just like, it just tumbles out of him, all of this stuff. And in Greek chapter, uh, verse 3 to 14, is one sentence that just tumbles out of him, trying to explain what's happened on Good Friday and Easter Sunday in terms of this. And this is what he says, verse 3, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, this, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing. Like there's nothing being held back. Every blessing that God has had is now being unlocked into your life because of what Jesus has done. And then he starts kind of unpacking it just for he chose us in him before the creation of the world. In love he predestined us. You know, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. It just kind of comes tumbling out of him, goes, God, the blessing, people, the blessing has been unlocked again. Because of the events of Easter, because of the events of Good Friday, and, and there's one, uh, you know, one particular passage in Galatians, and it must be the most dense in sense, just so much packed into one verse. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 14, it picks up all of that stuff we've been tracking through the Bible about blessing stuff, and he just says this, so that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so they might receive the promised spirit of faith. If he's not, how would I sum up this whole Bible story? How would I sum up the events of Easter? How would I summarize Jesus? He made a way for the blessing to come to you. Yeah. Wow. That's why this is not superficial Christianity light. Paul, like, how could I sum this up in one word? The blessing has come. come the blessing has arrived. Come on, the blessing has landed. Yeah. And you can step into it. If you go back to verse 13, this is the significance. You know, we talked about Genesis 1 and 2, they're made for blessing, but Genesis 3, they end up living under a curse. Deuteronomy 28, they're made for blessing, but they live under a curse. Here's the deal on Good Friday, verse 13, Galatians 3. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who who is hanged on a tree so that in Christ Jesus, the blessing might come. What's today about? All of the brokenness, all of the destruction, all of the dysfunction of this world came together on one man hanging on a cross and said, let me absorb every curse, every part of the brokenness, every part of the pain, and then let me unlock for you the blessing that you were created for, the blessing that God has been working to bring. You know, it's just this incredibly powerful day. Thank you, Jesus, that you took the curse so that I could step into the blessing.
No, and, a, and, a, and how he unpacks is incredible. So that we might receive the promised spirit through faith. It's like this, from God came this purpose to bring blessing. Through Jesus came this thing of taking the curse and opening up the blessing. It came from God. It came through Jesus. But it actually comes by the Spirit. It's the point of intersection, the Spirit comes into our life and brings the blessing of God. And you know, the significance today, because Jesus took the curse. Now through Jesus, the, whole, the Holy Spirit now brings the blessing into your life. And you live in that through faith. Now, there's an interesting little play uh, between Matthew and Luke of a passage. Matthew 7 says this, If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Luke kind of interprets that for a Gentile audience. and He says this, listen to the difference. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit? He's replaced Matthew's good things with the Holy Spirit because Luke wants them to understand, no, anything good that comes from God comes from God, comes through Jesus, but it comes by the Spirit. And, and this is the, the blessing was in the Spirit. Now, because of, and that's why Easter actually doesn't finish on Sunday. It actually finishes 50 days later on Pentecost. Because that's when we get the payment. That's when we get the download. That's when we get the arrival of the blessing. But it all happens because of what happened today when the curse was taken and the blessing was unlocked. Well, what would that feel like to stand back under the blessing? You know, there's a famous passage, Luke 15, the prodigal son. It just says, you know, he's, he's been living a cursed life, a broken life, a dysfunctional life, a destructive life. And he comes to his senses and like, I want to step back into the blessing. And verse, uh, this is his experience. When the father saw him, he was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. That's the start of the experience of embrace, of connection, of, of favour, of blessing. But the real experience of blessing then comes in verse 22. And the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet, bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. He's like, he must have been standing there like, I can't, yesterday I was in a pig pen. My life was completely destroyed. I was isolated. I was broken. I was lost. Now I'm standing here. I'm looking down. The best around me. There's a party being thrown in my honor. My dad's got his arm around me. He's giving me a kiss. It's like, it must have been like a dream. Like I've stepped back into the blessing. And this is the, the story that Jesus told about what he's trying to do. He's trying to make a way for us out of the pig pen back into the blessing out of the curse, into the blessing. That's what it's all about. You know, in the Bible, if you trace this right, you know, we've gone from Genesis 1, if you go right to the Bible, through the Bible, right at the end, Revelation 22, blessed are those, it's all symbolic language, who have washed their robes. That means they're clean, that they may have the right to the tree of life. They have this gift of life. They may go through the gates into the city they belong. It's like, finally, blessing is completely restored. The story of the Bible is God at work to bring you back to the place you were created for, to stand under the blessing of God. And, you know, I'm aware this is Easter Friday. Uh, this, is, this is a crazy time in our world. Like, how can we be talking on blessing? Let me go to a passage in Genesis 32 just to kind of land this whole thing. It's the story of a guy, Jacob. He had done some dumb things that had led to what you would 
just brokenness in his life, what the Bible would call cursed. He's broken relationship with his brother, broken relationship with his father, with his mother, broken relationship with his father-in-law. He's going to travel back now. He's scared that his brother's going to kill him. And he's, and he's, verse 24, he was left alone. And it just says this, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. It's like, it's like this is not the life I wanted. This is, this is not going like I expected. And it just says this, when the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched his hip socket and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. And then he said, let me go for the day is broken. And here's the point. Jacob said this, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And I want to say, Jacob had the wisdom in the midst of a difficult, this is what I was, in the midst of a difficult com, uh, situation, and he's like, I'm going to fight for blessing. If, if God, I'm going to contend for a blessing. I'm going to contend to wrestle bless. I don't believe that God's purpose is to live in this brokenness. I'm going to wrestle to see God's blessing break into my world. And I'm not going to let go till I see blessing. And, you know, I don't know what your situation, but like contend until you see the blessing breaking. Wrestle until you see the breaking. I'm not going to let you go, God, till I see your blessing. I'm not going to let this marriage go till I see your blessing. I'm contending for you for this family till I see your blessing. Because I get God, you are a God of blessing. I get that your purpose is always to bring back blessing. If I'm not experiencing blessing right now, it's not because it's your will. I'm going to contend until I see blessing break in. You know, in verse 27, he just said to him, what's your name? And he said, Jacob. And then the angel said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. You're a prince now. This for you have striven with God and with me, you've prevailed. You've not settled for living in brokenness and dysfunction. You've wrestled and said, I know my God and there's a blessing. And I'm not going to give up till I see blessing break into this world. And so I just, I really want to encourage you on this Good Friday. The plan of God, the story of God has always been to take you back to that place of living under favour, living under blessing, living under His goodness. Stuff that happens is not out of the hand of God. It's because we live in a world that's broken and, and, and dysfunctional. But Good Friday, all of that was kind of coalesced and sucked into one man hanging on a cross. And the curse has no longer any power. But we have to choose to say, I'm not going to settle for this. God, you got blessing for me I haven't seen you. you got purpose. you got goodness. I'm not going to settle till I'm standing under this and these words are being proclaimed from heaven. God, the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord be gracious unto you. The Lord lift His countenance upon you. The Lord give you peace. Jesus, you paid the price for me to step under that. And today, God, I'm going to contend for the blessing in my world because you made a way. It's a wonderful day. Man, I just love, if you haven't experienced that, I'd love to invite you to reach out and take hold of Jesus who took every curse of brokenness out of your life and opened a way for you to step back into blessing.